What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Driving me crazy is a good thing in the day and time. Uh, yes, in Frederick. Frederick, Frederick. Yeah, but my grandparents are both past, but yeah. but my dad still. We still Nothing's we, changed the family, around here. No. The conversations that we were having right off the air, off we just of, continue uh, on the air. Yeah, the, the, the listeners just kind yeah. of get invited <laughs> into private conversations. That's okay. Right. Uh, yeah. Welcome back to the okay. old school, and and the voice you hear is familiar. Hey, holy crap! Who are it's you? Me. Introduce yourself. I have no idea. <laughs> what is this? Oh, okay. Yeah. Did it, it's like, uh, did I just wake yeah, up from awesome. a dream? It's like uh, Newhart. It's Newhart. Right. Newhart. I was it's thinking. Uh, I was thinking Dallas. Yeah. Bobby on hey, Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Just walking I, uh, out of the shower, and there's Jay Foreman. There's DP. Yeah. Right. There's Johnny Holiday. The, the, you, know, you know, we have a crazy? legend in the building. I, uh, and and of course, Friends Jay of Foreman Morris. is just ignoring <laughs> protocol, <laughs> like totally I, ignoring hey, protocol. Hey, I, used to, I, used to break Ter- I used to break Terrence into Morris's ankles all the time. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, we'll get to it. Never bad. mind the radio show. Johnny's yeah, got to talk to Jay Foreman. Just, which which oh, should be which should be the entire hour <laughs> That's anyway. Right. That's what it should be. I don't even know just, why we're here. Well, because you've got. Hello, Two. is this on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen one of those before, Johnny? I have not. No. You know, yeah. you know. This is a large microphone. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is what we do. We make up for 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 if things. If you guys can hold on a second while Jay and I are talking, <laughs> so look, right. uh, we don't want to interrupt you guys. Great, <laughs> That's all right. Hey, look, man, it's crazy that um, 
you know, DP, we, we you know, being in, you know, him living in Charlotte, obviously me spending time in Charlotte, living in Charlotte, him obviously be DMV, I'm DMV. And then Johnny, it's great. He was just in, in my hometown Friday with Frederick and know the same people. You know, I, uh, Terrence Morris that played at, at, at Maryland. Oh, wow. Uh, Thomas yeah. Johnson. So um, I played basketball against him. Um, Did you post him up? No, <laughs> I, I took him out. I took. You. Yeah, he posted me up. Yeah, yeah, I will say he caught one off the backboard off of me. In the in the, uh, it was actually July Fourth. We were out there playing. It was the fireworks and stuff. And uh, but it's crazy that you know he's he obviously calls games for for Maryland. And he would, yeah. he would talk about Thomas Johnson High School. Um, you know my uh, my co- other cousin. He went to Walkersville. And, you know, okay, so oh, big so where, yeah. yeah, so where we lived, it yeah. was either you you had to kind of opt into TJ or you kind of. Go to Walkersville. TJ. Were you a good high school basketball player? It was, it was decent. Yeah, I was good enough. I was good enough. I was. I bet he had game. I, I, I bet he did. I, I bet he had big game. power I forward. Got, I got, no, no, I was. I was. There wasn't. It was, I was green light. Was on as soon as I got off the bus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think so. I had. A, I had a few offers to go places, but uh, you know, my dad told me I'll never forget it. I did went down, and what really helped me was I played on a really really good AAU team, mm-hmm. and I came off the bench. So on our team was Khalid Alamin, um, Sam Jacobson, uh, John Thomas that played at the, for the Knicks. Uh, we had a guy named Bebop Walker that went to Tulsa. Which um, officially is the greatest name ever. Right. Robert Mestis, who was on the team, of, uh, uh, played at Miami of Ohio. I see why you were on the bench. Hey, <laughs> hey, that, hey, that's fine. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm cool yeah. with it, right? Um, you play and with then, these guys? Uh, yeah, those, that was our team. Sam J. We used to call Sam Jacobson. I mean, he was like White Jordan. I mean, you'd see stuff on Channel 9 News. The White Jordan. Oh, yeah, because he was 6'6", you know, from like 6th or 7th grade. Could, you know, had 39-inch vertical. And you and he went to Maple Grove. And Maple Grove was like – so Eden Prairie is, say, like class AA. Maple yeah. Grove was probably close to like B. Mm-hmm. But he was hitting 46 points and this. So we – all got together. I was seventh or eighth, and we were playing New York City Riverside. And you know, they, we, you know, those guys had some foul trouble, so I came in and got hot a little bit. And then next thing you know, you know, John Cheney's, you know, writing letters and Bob Huggins. So I got all excited, right, and thinking I'm, you know, thinking about playing basketball. And remember, Wichita State offered me a scholarship, and I remember looking at it. They had the Lloyd Carr went there, and wow. the other guy, I think, right. Yeah, I'm the like, Shockers had quite a few. Guys and I was like, ain't no way in the hell I'm going to Wichita. Because I, I couldn't even find it on the map, you know. And, <laughs> and so my dad told me. He's like, look. And, then, and and he's like, look, they only have about nine or ten scholarships. And if you get hurt, they usually send you home. That, back then, that was the big worry. And he was like, in football, they got 25 at that time a mm-hmm. year. And he's like, if you want to go to any of these schools that you like going, he's like, I can't afford to send you to school. And it, so that's what it just came down to is football. Football how, was a lot easier for me. How many of those guys in the 90s the, that you played with could have played uh, D1? I mean, obviously you had um, a chance. The one that comes really, really to mind that I know because I played against him mm-hmm. in AAU uh, in the semifinals was Kenny Cheatham. Was a, is probably, yeah. when you talk about height, wide receiver. Yeah, height, weight, speed, overall athletic. Yeah. He had full ride to play at Tennessee, both basketball and football. Um he should have played in the league. I don't know how so he did. I didn't... think it's just a little bit of injuries, and you know Nebraska wasn't a passing team. If he yeah. was coming to Nebraska now as a football player, he would be uh, next six, level. Six four, six four and a half, two twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Could do everything, yeah. you know. And um, but you know, back then you played multiple sports. Like we, we were talking about in the segment before. You know, my dad always told me that 
what you do in basketball will help in, in football and what you do in football will help in basketball and doing track and all that other stuff sure. and a little bit of baseball yeah. all helps. Now you, we're just talking about it is that guys play one sport. Yeah. And I don't think it's the right thing to do, but it's almost like you have to do. Johnny, you were a multi-sport athlete. I, I, I <laughs> an athlete's foot. <laughs> yeah, I played football, and I know Jay's going to look at me and say, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> he played foot. I, I was a quarterback, okay, 5'8", 145 pounds, soaking wet. The backup was 126 pounds. Fair. New school, new high school, North Miami, Florida. So we – we started off with 7 through 10, and we added the 11th grade and right. the 12th grade. So in our sophomore year, all, everything we did was the record. So <laughs> when, I, when I got to you – know, I saw my record-setting quarterback. I, I scored the first touchdown. I threw mm. the pass. That's a, I, can, no, I can hear it. You can Okay. Yeah. Uh, in the school history, okay, and I'll never forget my birthday against Tech High School, and it was a windy, rainy day. And I threw a pass in the right corner of the end zone to Joe Gomez. The wind took it and blew it to the left corner of the end zone. And Joe Rojas turned around, caught it, touchdown. The band is playing. The cheerleaders are going nuts, okay? We're down (laughs) (laughs) 59-6. So I say, let's go for two. Hey, I like it. I like it. it. Then in basketball, I I shot a lot, and I scored a lot of points. Uh, But I think I had 44 in one game. But that lasted like one year because somebody comes along real quick when you're yeah. young like that. Then in baseball, I still hold a record at North Miami. I, had the, I started the first game. And to show you how much confidence our coach had in me, we had, we had three guys. And big, tall right-hander named Rel Spickerman, a left-hander named Benny Pent, and me. So Coach Clark has got the baseball. First game, Miami Jackson High School. Now, they got juniors and seniors on their team. Oh, we got sophomores. So coach says, boys, it's been tough to pick out who's going to start the first game in the history of North Miami High School. Throws the ball to me, and he says, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) The first batter I face, a little guy in the box, first pitch I throw, breaking ball, strike. I say, it's a piece of cake. The second pitch almost hit me right between the eyes, just got past my head, Lee Corso. Ooh. Is the guy the leadoff? Wow, was he any good? Uh, he was all everything in football, baseball, and basketball. You wow. should have hit wow. him. Yeah, then he went yeah. to Florida. It became you know high yeah. school all America. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was really good. Yeah, and I still have the record for most hit batters in the on deck circle. Nice. <laughs> See, there yeah. it is. Yeah. You know, to have it, uh, the legend Johnny Holiday, uh, and we were talking about we were talking about you uh, a couple of days ago because it was I, I did want to pay some tribute. Because there are a couple of things in Johnny that his rock and roll resume is off the charts. Mm-hmm. Every, like, every teen queen's dream. Every teen queen's <laughs> dream. Yeah. Others like, starting them, we're charting them. <laughs> <laughs> like I said. Serve it up the cream of the top pop crop. See, if Tom, <laughs> hadn't, the if Tom hadn't semi-retired, he would have been in your, in your footsteps. Oh, yeah. Because he was a rock jock who turned into a sports jock. Really? Yeah. What, what, uh, what face was, for radio, though. He he had he even had a he had a the nickname. first Casey Mick, Kasem, right? Mick, That's right. Mick Malibu. That's right. You remember that? Yeah. That Tom went by Mick Malibu. Mick Malibu. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you work in California? 
No, it was one of those stations. Everybody had to have an MM name. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mick Mike. In, in, Sandy Beach. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Rusty Knob. That's right. So, I, the, like, they were all MM names. Uh, Michelle Michaels. Danny Dark. Me, Danny Dark. There you go. Uh, so I chose Mick Malibu thinking they would hate it. Uh, and they go, oh, they, you know, I love it. You know, so I was stuck with it. I was stuck with it uh, for about five years. How'd you like it? Loved it? I, I like uh, I loved rock and roll radio. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was fun. I did morning radio uh, for a station called Cool One Hundred Five Point Three in uh, here in Lincoln. It changed many times, but yeah, I, I dug I dug oldies radio. Yeah. I mean, I, I've gone back. I mean, obviously, you were a TV legend, um, and I've gone back and watched some of the Hollabaloo uh, era. So I mean, good. that it's it's so it's so good. So good. Yeah. yeah. Like, we've stolen I, I, several clips. I show it to my grandkids now, and they go, are you kidding me? What? It, uh, it, it you, was you, everything. That's you? And I said, oh, yeah, that's me. You sound like you're 12 years old. I said, well, I was only 21 or 22 <laughs> right, yeah. at right. the time. So yeah. let's go through. So I don't know how to give listeners who don't know your history. Which, history. which is most of them. Right? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, you have, you have fans here because I know that folks – uh, that I see around town because man, I just love the interviews with, with, with Johnny. But you're the MC for the Beatles when they make their first appearance. You're calling games from the sideline of the Cleveland Browns. You're in San Francisco. You're in Miami. You're hanging out with you know Sly Stone and you know it. it look, my ev- guy Sly. Right? Can you tell that story of, of you and you and Sly Stone? Yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, he, Sly Stone was one of the best disc jockeys anybody could ever hear. And people don't maybe know that about him. The fact that he was, he did six to nine on K-Soul, I think it was in San Francisco, or, or KDIA in San Francisco. And I was at KYA, and I was on between two o'clock and six in the afternoon, and we just got to be friends. Um, I would listen to him, he would listen to me, and so one day, a record promoter says, let's have lunch with Sly Stone. I said, okay, so we have lunch together. And, you know, you just connect with some guys, and, and it, it's like you've known him for a long, long time. He says, when you, when you get off, come, come up by the studio and sit in with me some night. So I went by, and Billy Preston is in the studio with him playing the organ. Wow. He had an organ <laughs> in the studio. And then we would go out somewhere and have a little something to drink or something to eat after the show. So he says, why don't we do a TV show together? We call it Salt and Pepper. This is 1967, 68, mm. and San Francisco wasn't ready for that. Mm. They, were just, <laughs> they were just in all the psychedelic stuff changing over. Right. So we go to the Mark Hopkins Hotel, where our studios were, very uppity at that time, snooty hotel. Right. So we, nobody would wait on us. Sly's got, he's got the chains, he's got the outfit working for him, the big afro, I got the khaki pants, the button-down white shirt, you know, hair parted one side. Right. 
And so we finally said to one of the waitresses, could we get some service here, please? Uh, yeah, we'll see if we can get somebody by. So we, we waited another maybe 10 minutes. And Sly says, they're not going to wait on us. Let's get the hell out of here. And we did. We walked out. It, Never forget that. Yeah, it, it's. That bothered us so much. But you've been in those spaces so often. Oh, yeah. Around the country, whether it be sports or, or music or otherwise. Um, and then you, what TV show were you on? Which, uh, there have been several, but which one were you a semi-regular? Oh, Good Morning World? Good Morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that like for you? Well, that was, that show basically was before WKRP. Uh-huh. Goldie Hawn was on it. Yep. Joby Baker was the star. Ronnie Schell, the comedian, was the star. Hilarious. So Ronnie and I just happened to hit it off, and he said, uh, how'd you like to get a role in my TV show? I said, well, how are you going to do that? He said, well, I, I can suggest that you we have a part for you, Andy McChesney. And okay. So I'm a new newsman. Billy DeWolf is the station manager. Kind of like a Les Nessman type of guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the whole gist of what I'm going to do is they bring me in as a new newsman and they're going to they go back and they they think about when they first got started in radio and it's then I come back at the end of the show and it's time for me to do my first newscast. And Billy DeWolf, the general manager, standing behind the, the, the uh, glass going, you know, you're on, you're on. And so I go, good, good morning, everyone. <laughs> and and they, they're shocked. And I say, hey, I was only kidding you. Then I do the news like David Brinkley. Yeah. Good morning. From Washington. And so then they're all shocked. And that's the part that I had. Andy McChesney, new newsman. It, it's it's always fun when I talk to Johnny because Johnny, like we're, even last night, we, we're just sharing. So in my circle in D.C., Johnny's the guy that we all wanted to be. So I told, I told him last night, uh, my friends are sitting back in D.C. and this is like a big day for them. Um, they're celebrating. Like this is the icons yeah. of the building. And I knew right away that Tom and Johnny would hit it off. Kindred spirits, guys who've done it, and then Johnny, outstanding golfers. That's right, exceptional. Which is where Jay comes in, right? <laughs> right. Because somehow, I need to like I'll pay for the ticket, but we need to get you back out here to play with Jake, Jay, and Tom. I'm all in. Oh yeah, I'm all in. Oh yeah. Like, I think strokes? that needs to happen. I mean. Johnny is, uh, I mean, obviously he's calling Maryland football and basketball right now, but you got your start in rock and roll. Mm -hmm. But I, you must have been one of those guys that just said yes to everything. I mean, the Olympics are going on. You did, I love some of your stories about the Olympics where you, you basically study for a couple of weeks about a sport that you knew nothing about. <laughs> no, not a couple of weeks, a couple of days. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I but mean. You, but you know what I did, Tom? One thing that. Uh, I always tell young people, never say no to an assignment. Never say right. no. Somebody else will get that. Even if you've never done it before, if you think you can do it, you say, oh, yeah, yeah. So a lot of times people will say, they call me up and say, you've done, uh, you've done gymnastics, haven't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Hey, it's fake it, fake it till you make it, right? I can, yeah. I can stick right. the landing as well as anybody can. Sure, right. absolutely. I don't know anything about gymnastics. So I go out to Maryland. I sit down with a gymnastics coach, 
He says, okay, here's the video. This is called Stick the Landing. So I write down the yellow pad, Stick the Landing, okay? The balance beam is six inches. Okay, six inches. Uh, when they do the floor exercises, they have to go to all four corners of, of the mat. So here I am. I'm down in Haines City, Florida, to do the National Association of Independent Gymnastics Club competition. All girls from all over the country representing clubs. I got two experts. One is the former captain at Stanford. One is the former coach at Oklahoma. They got to know within 30 seconds when I sit down to talk to them, this guy doesn't know diddly squat <laughs> about our sport. But you set him up. Right. You know? Hi, everybody. Johnny Holiday. Welcome to our – here with me is Nancy and Billy. Nancy, I think the United – this blip – yeah, you're right. You're, boom. Back in a minute. <laughs> right. Didn't let okay. him fill. Yeah. So we do the show. I get three days of golf. We do the show. It's two hours. They edit it down to one hour special. I figure at a nice time, they'll never ask me back. The next year, the phone rings. Could we speak to Mr. Gymnastics? Wow. I said, you got him. <laughs> so nine straight years, I did that. Wow. And I knew nothing about it. The first baseball game I ever did was the ACC championship. NC State and Clemson. They call and say, uh, Johnny, you've done baseball. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I've done baseball. Never. So the first play-by-play game I did in baseball, the ACC championship. My analyst was Terry Connolly, I'm sorry, Terry Gannon, and Larry Connolly, the basketball player. Right. Both guys basketball yeah. players. Right. The second game I did was was Baltimore at Cleveland in the major leagues. Never did a minor league game. That's at just, the Olympics, wow. as Tom was saying, at the Olympics, I get the, I get the assignment sheet. I'm doing women's figure skating. I go to my boss. I said, you know, Shelby, I, uh, I grew up in Miami. I didn't skate a lot. There's not a lot of skating rinks. I don't know anything. But you can do it, can't you? Yeah. Get the hell out of it. Boom. Yeah. That's called adaptability. And, and also, and, also right? it depends also, Jay, who's you, who you're working with. Sure. Right? Like, I'm working with, with Carol Heist Jenkins, gold medalist mm-hmm. for the United States. And she sat me down and she said, okay, here's all the blah, 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 blah. So what you want to do is lead me. I will point to Nancy Kerrigan. I will point to Tanya uh, so when you when you ask me, or you can say to me, uh, Carol, you like, she's pointing to Nancy Kerrigan, you like Nancy Kerrigan in the uh, South Chow, right? Absolutely, Johnny. That's a good point. I do like. That's it. Yeah, that's it. We'll, Partnership. We'll, we'll, we'll put a pin there. We got to go to break. Uh, again, this, this might be my favorite show ever. Because I got all my people with me. This is this is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we'll toward the break. More old school on 937 the ticket. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 the ticket and the ticketfm.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.